Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 121. So before we jump into everything, I wanted to mention that this past trip that we took in July, Brendan really spent some time working on his photography. So he did some shots by himself, but then of course we had the opportunity to meet up with some other of our photographer friends. So he took a lot of pictures. I think they're pretty good. I might be biased, but... If you are interested in checking those out, we do post on Instagram every day, so you can find us at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast. (laughs) Underscore podcast. Ooh, that's embarrassing. But go over there, check out his pics, and we'd love to communicate with you on that platform. Yeah. Is it bad that, can I rat on you? I mean, I guess, because you're going to anyway. Catherine just liked our Facebook page, like, last week. Not the community page, just, like, the general <laughs> page. I don't know where I've been for the past year, okay? We all struggle. <sighs> Social media is a struggle of mine. Yeah. It is. You could say that. So today, we are focusing on, actually, a similar topic that you blogged about a couple of weeks ago. Well, it is the topic that I blogged about. Tomato, tomato, the same thing. We're talking about (laughs) the blog post that you did a couple of weeks ago. So what was that titled? So I titled it Rafiki's Wisdom. So it is about the Lion King. This is the long lost episode that we didn't give you guys last Friday. Um, But we still wanted to talk about it because it was actually pretty funny that we both decided we were going to write blog posts and we don't let each other read our blogs while we write them we just want to show each other like the finished product and when we swapped laptops to read each other's blogs I thought they were pretty similar and we didn't even plan that (laughs) yeah they were like on very similar paths we just took a little bit of a different like route of talking about it but I think the same experiences were what both of us were drawing from yes so We'll talk about Rafiki in a minute, but it's something actually quite a few of you have asked for because we've kind of spoke about it briefly in the past about how Detour was born out of this business failure that we had. Yeah. Not so the we're mo- going to get into it. <laughs> we're going to get into it. It's not the most fun topic to chat about, but it has a happy ending. Yeah, yeah and it is all about... You know, it definitely relates to how not necessarily running from your past is a good thing. Yep. So you can fill in with any details that I miss about this, but this was last summer. So probably like May and June of 2018, I had been at this job. And some of you know, I was in corporate healthcare before this. And this was my second job out of college, and it just wasn't working. I couldn't, you know, find fulfillment. I was bringing work home. I was letting it affect so many different, you know, parts of my life, but also your life, 
that we just knew that something had to give. Probably since, what do you say, like six months after we got married, I have been on a path to entrepreneurship. Like that is what I've always wanted to do. I want to be self, you know, reliant, both financially and emotionally, and, you know, have something of my own that I know that I'm not renting out my time to anybody else, the hours that I put in that I can appreciate the fruits of my own labor. Yeah, it's actually funny. I really don't even think it took six months after we got married. Because, you know, if if you have, have ever gotten married, like the whole buildup, like the whole year before you get married, that's all you talk about. That's all you think about. That's all you look at on any of your time off. Like that's all we did. So it was like we got married. We went on our honeymoon. We came back. And I literally think it was that week. Brendan starts throwing all these ideas at me. And it's like, Every night, it's a different idea. And I had to say to him one night, I was like, Brendan, you are stressing me out. Like, can't we just, like, live in the moment or just, like, be here? And, you know, I we both had just started new jobs. Everything was new. We were living together for the first time. So, and then he's throwing out these big ideas. Like, we were obsessed with Shark Tank. We thought we were going to be, like, the next big product creator Um, And we had all kinds of ideas, literally everything. Yeah, it's probably not the healthiest way to jump into a marriage. I'll admit that. Like, it was stressful. I mean, because that was just how desperate I was to get out of my current career situation. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, it wasn't a bad thing, but it was just kind of shocking to me because I always knew that he had thought about that. I mean, I feel like just his background and everything that Brendan thinks, you know, very entrepreneur mindset, but it was a shock. I was like, wow, this is what you think about all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I do remember like the one that was the tipping point was I said like, okay, I found this like PhD program that I can enroll in at Florida State. So like in a couple of weeks, let's move down to, <laughs> to Tallahassee and we'll do this program and then I'll get this job afterwards. And I think that was like, all right, this enough is enough. Yeah. So that was three years ago, which actually we just celebrated. Almost three, yeah. We celebrated our anniversary. We did. This week that you guys are listening to this. Um, and so it kind of sat on the table for a while until this summer of 2018 we had tried out some different things we had a disney blog in the past i'm not going to tell you the name of it because i (laughs) i did check the domain is still alive oh that's interesting you can still go see it i think i bought a a two-year domain um and then we tried we did a a newsletter like a trivia newsletter yeah for a little while yeah then we had this product that we were going to create for runners, mm-hmm. which is funny because <laughs> we don't run too much. Or at all, really. We um, should, though. We need to. But eventually, it led to us coming up with this idea, which eventually became a company called Discover My Zip. You forgot. We also went and actually, in Nashville, they have a place called the Nashville Entrepreneurship Center. So for a couple months, we would drive to Nashville every day after work to go to these classes. Yeah, it wasn't every day. It was once a week. Did I say? Okay, every week. It wasn't every day. 
Yeah. So we drove down there, sat with all these other people who had business ideas, got connected with mentors and worked on our business ideas, trying to get them off the ground. And we did get off the ground. So Discover My Zip was born and it was an app. I'm not going to explain the full business plan because I don't think it's beneficial. But essentially, it was an app that was a directory for local businesses here in our hometown near Nashville. So our town is very similar probably to many other suburban towns, if you guys live in those, that there's the small business kind of environment. And then there's also a mall here that has taken over, raised rent prices, and in with all of the chain retail and restaurants and out with local business. We took that as an opportunity to try to promote local business, and it never worked. Yeah, it just never caught on, and it was, we decided I was going to finish, you know, my school year, and then me and Brendan were going to spend the whole summer working on this idea. So he quit his job. I think we both had the same last day, and then we were just bound and determined that throughout the summer, we we're going to make it happen. And we tried. <laughs> we really put in a lot of effort and it's it's kind of an emotional roller coaster to do that for 2 months. Yeah, because it was like every day we had set up meetings to talk with people from like the Chamber of Commerce to even representatives from the city and then all of these small business owners of local businesses and like every single one of them loved the idea, but we could never get it like to that next level. Yeah, it was always like almost like a follow through kind of issue on a lot of parts. And again, we don't have to get into all of that, but it really gave us and mostly Brendan a heart for small businesses. That's always that's who we always knew we wanted to serve because in communities like ours, those are the people who are kind of getting, I don't know if it's okay to say screwed over, but when all of these big companies come into town, it's the it's the small businesses that are the first to go because they just can't compete. Yeah. If you guys watch Stranger Things, it's like exactly like <laughs> Hawkins, Indiana and what happened in season three um, without the scary Demogorgon monsters. Um, None of those here in Tennessee. Not yet. They could. Oh, my gosh. So after... You know, we kind of knew that the cord needed to be cut on this and we needed to start a new chapter. That's where Brendan's creative outlet kind of led him to starting this podcast. And at this point, when Brendan suggested, you know, hey, I'm going to start a podcast, I was just like, go for it. Why not? We're already here. Like, what's it going to hurt? Yeah, I mean... Discover My Zip was not completely dead whenever I started the podcast. We were actually still pursuing it. Yeah. And so it wasn't like one ended and then one began, but it was sort of like I spent that entire summer working every single day to try to build Discover My Zip, and I was listening to this Disney music, and I was listening to Disney podcasts, and it was really the point that I said, I want to start contributing to this Disney community. I think that I have ideas to share and connections that I want to make. And so that's where the podcast was born. When I went to you 
when it was when discover my zip we realized that we just couldn't afford to keep it going what was that conversation like when i said i'd like to start devoting my time to this podcast that we've started we were weeks in at that point i think yeah i mean i don't think i was shocked at that point because i had kind of already been through the whole like okay this is what brendan wants to do this is you know where his heart is this is what makes us happy and honestly we function better this way you know when everybody in your house is happy it's a good you know it's a good dynamic so I don't think I was shocked necessarily. Um, I didn't really know that there was a big Disney community. You know, I knew that we loved Disney. I knew that Disney was our preferred vacation spot. I knew that people like made t-shirts for, you know, Disney t-shirts on Etsy and things like that. But I had no clue that there was a community of people as obsessed with Disney as we were. Yeah. All of this is to say, we imagine, first off, when I quit my corporate job, I told people, hey, I'm quitting my job to become an entrepreneur. That itself, you get some really weird looks. Some people are constantly like, you know, immediately, are you sure you want to do that? I was going to say, you get a lot of not sad eyes, but you you know that look when someone is like processing what you're saying and they're like, hmm, they're about to ruin their life. <laughs> you know, it's just like their wheels are turning and they're trying to un- like comprehend what you're saying, but they're not because that's, you know, it's not your typical route. We both went to college. We both had these like career paths. You know, obviously I'm still teaching, but like we had this plan you know, we live in this little neighborhood, all our friends do this, you know, similar things. And then we're jumping off the path. That's not normal. Yeah. So imagine we went through that and we were still kind of trying to process that. And I, I dare say we were still sort of healing from that because it did hurt us when people weren't like jumping up and down to support us. And then we go through the process of hey, you know that business that we told you eight months ago that we were starting? Yeah, we're ditching that, and I'm going to go get a job, and but also I'm going to pursue a podcast. And not just any podcast, a Disney podcast. And that was really kind of the first time that I had publicly shared with our friends, really outside of you, Catherine, that like I love Disney. Like, it is You're one not of, just going to appease me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things that people say, like, oh, Catherine really loves going to Disney, right? Like, why do you keep going with her? And, like, alluding to things like that. But then it started to click in people's mind, like, actually, we love it equally. <laughs> it's a mutual love. <laughs> so that was the biggest thing is that we we got really embarrassed, I think is the correct word. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're – when you're going through those big life changes and to people on the outside and even to ourselves, we say it all the time, like when you look like you don't know what you're doing, the last thing you want is for other people to point out that you don't know what you're doing because like we know, like you just want to scream, like we know. 
we don't know what we're doing, but we're trying and this is something that we want to do. And some people get it. The Disney community gets it. That a lot of people, a lot of other people just don't. Yeah. And that's been something that we've had to overcome. Yeah. We've had to mentally... It, I I still don't like go around telling everybody that we have a Disney podcast. It's a little bit uncomfortable for me to still talk about it, to be honest. Yeah. It, when people will like find out about it or I guess like on Instagram, maybe it pops up as, you know, to our friends like, oh, this is something you should follow. It's not that we're embarrassed of what we do. We love what we do. It's just I don't think we're comfortable talking about it again. Yeah. Because. You know, like, for example, we're in a group for our church. Some of those people found our podcast. And they're like, oh, we listened to some of those episodes. And you, like, it's just a weird feeling, you know, because you know they're not like a Disney person. But you also want to thank them for listening. (laughs) But it's also like, you're not really my target. But you, you appreciate it, but you're also uncomfortable by it at the same point. Yeah, it's like, it makes me just think about when we talked to Lizzie from The Wonderful Thing About Lizzie, and she talks about being a bubble popper, we're the opposite. So when people outside of our Disney bubble bring up the podcast or detour, we kind of like twitch a little. We're like, oh, we don't, we're not in that, you know, realm. We don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not like you can ask somebody like, oh, you know, do you like Space Mountain and Disney World or Disneyland better? Like, <laughs> you, it's hard for us to conversate It's just like out. flips, or switches that we have to flip. Yeah. So all of this is to say is that Rafiki teaches us a wonderful lesson that we have been applying to the situation for us. So what does Rafiki say? So Rafiki's big quote that we focused on was, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. And obviously, as you watch The Lion King, that's exactly what Simba did. He was running full speed ahead, not looking back. Um, He wanted no part in what happened in his past. And I think for a lot of people, whether, you know, you are – call yourself an entrepreneur or if you're starting – you know, a blog, an Instagram, whatever, you're putting yourself out there and you're starting new. And it's really easy to let, you know, past failures or upsets or anything that's happened in your life kind of define your future. And I think Rafiki is just trying to say, like, that's not how it has to be. You know, you can run from and it's definitely the easy thing to do. It would have been really easy for us personally to just close up shop, Brynn could have, you know, gone back to a miserable healthcare job and we would just keep chugging along. But that's, you know, not what, that's not where we found fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. I lost my train of thought <laughs> because I'm just internally thinking about this because we're still we're still trying to wrap our minds around how we convey this to other people. Yeah. And I think, you know, the second part of Rafiki's quote where he says, you can either run from it or learn from it. What do you think we've learned from this kind of last 18, 16 to 18 months? To me, I think it's 
we have to focus on us and we have to focus on what makes us happy and for me that's serving other people and it's also disney so serving people within the disney community is like that's my sweet spot like i can do it all day long and it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense to anybody else yeah that's definitely a conversation that we have a lot where you know we have to have those meanings together like listen like it's kind of like you're giving yourself a pep talk you know we're doing this for us we're doing this because it makes us happy and that's definitely been a learning curve and I think you know obviously we're still learning that that's okay that our path of happiness is different than a lot of other people's you know a lot of our friends can be happy doing their nine-to-five job and you know they you know feel fulfillment from that and we're happy for them that they found that um so I think it's just learning really that even though we have similar backgrounds you know it's okay to be different yeah it's okay to not you know follow the path that has been so nicely laid out for you you know yeah I completely agree so this was kind of like therapeutic for us I think (laughs) it is I mean Cause and and it's weird because we're gonna post this and publish it and share it with, you know, whoever chooses to listen. But right now in this moment, it feels like we're just talking to each other, which is probably how we're able to do this. Yeah, don't don't make this weird. <laughs> don't overthink it. <laughs> don't ruin, don't ruin this for me. No, but I agree. Uh, um, it is a a weird thing, but I also know there's so many other people who have felt things like that, that that people don't get Disney or fill in the blank, whatever your different passions are. It's hard for people from the outside to understand. Yeah, so I think it just kind of brings us back to, you know, even if running is your first instinct, like it was for Simba, I mean, you might try to run away from it, honestly. Um, But I think... Eventually, you are going to have to face it head on, and eventually it's going to catch up to you because if you've ever run any kind of distance, you've got to stop eventually. You know, you can't run forever, and whatever it is that you're running from, I think it'll catch up, and I think when you're forced to face it head on, you know, you're going to learn from it, and it's going to bring you that success or that fulfillment or that happiness. Or that creative outlet. Or closure. Or closure. Yeah. What what do you, do you have a defining moment of when you think it caught up to us? I do. I can let you think for a second. (laughs) Okay. I think it's when those people who had invested in Discover My Zip and our idea, we didn't necessarily close the door with all of those people and tell them that we had ended it. And when they came and started asking us about it and we had to kind of had these messages in our inbox that we wanted to ignore and say like we moved on we're doing something different that was like the i would have liked to just never never have addressed it never had have addressed it but i was you know i i was put in a situation where i had to yeah i think maybe just for me, it probably would have been having that conversation with our parents because I think we're both people pleasers at the core. And obviously, 
our parents and, you know, our friends, those are the people that you always want to look your best for, I guess, which is silly because they've all seen you at your worst. But I think having those conversations and just saying, like, this is what we're doing. I think putting it all out there was, you know, a weight kind of lifted off your shoulders, but then it really allowed us to not hold back anymore and to just do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a few more thoughts. We're going to take a quick break and hear a message from our partners. We'll come back and share those and ramble on some more with you guys. So, <laughs> This episode is brought to you by the Photo Reserve. You've heard us talk about it as we are such big fans of the work that our friend Kirsten and the wonderful team of photographers are doing for Disney content creators. To up your photo game and get five free Disney photos to boost your social media, head over to reportthemagic.com forward slash detour. It's actually six photos, so there's a bonus one for you. Oh, so oh, I misread. I'm fun fact about Catherine. I'm I swear I'm gonna be legally blind someday. I don't know if that's something to brag about, but it's bad. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We've got to end all of our ad reads with. We're per- back. Perfect. We're back. Yes. So some of the last couple questions that we had were, do you think there's any other Lion King characters, since we're on this sort of wavelength, that teach us important lessons? So I guess I'll start with mine. Um, I picked Nala, and I think Nala is really easy to overlook a lot of times because she doesn't get a lot of screen time. Honestly, I think in this new version, she got a lot of love because it's Beyonce. But if you think about the grand scheme of the story, even though she might not be on screen a lot, I think she has a huge role. Um, Because honestly, if Nala never would have went out in search for help, Simba might not have ever come back. I mean, eventually he might have had to, but Nala was kind of that pushing force. You know, when she found him, she was kind of the catalyst that, you know, brought up everything that was happening and brought up these feelings and brought up his past and made it so that Simba couldn't necessarily run from it anymore. Because it's one of those things, you know, once your mind starts going and you start thinking, you know, it never stops. And I think that's what happened with Simba so she definitely you know she didn't give up on him she wanted to she gave him a good talking to she tried to yell at him a little but you know she didn't give up on him and she definitely kind of gave him the push that he needed I think like all good partners do yeah that's our challenge for the week be a Nala for somebody yeah remind them of who they are Ooh, that's a good one bum 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 that's not a bum, bum, bum. You need like a... Mufasa breaking through the clouds? Yeah. <laughs> that, because that kind of sounds like an eerie, I don't know. It was like a mic drop situation. Well, then she just said mic drop. Anyway, my character that I thought kind of can teach us a lesson was a little more lighthearted, and it's Pumbaa. <laughs> because Pumbaa's often overlooked because... Timon does provide such comedic relief, and he's kind of the leader out of the two of them. But I think. But is he though? I, it's up for debate. But I think Pumbaa reminds you to not take yourself too seriously, and also 
let your ego take a back seat in respect of camaraderie, in respect of teamwork, you know, in respect of keeping the peace. <laughs> We've all worked with someone like that. We're like, the person needs to be number one, you know, and Pumbaa, someone who's like Pumbaa can respect that and understand that it's not bad to take a back seat sometimes and be a supporter instead of a leader. I feel that. That's a good that's a good one. It's and better. obviously what else did you say about Pumbaa? What else does he teach you? That you can pass gas. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're referencing? Yes, that is something that you brought up in our um pre episode talk. Yeah. So I just thought it needed to be put out there. Yeah. It's a natural thing and Pumbaa embraces it. <laughs> he embraces it, yes. <laughs> well, we have completely gone off the rails. As with every episode. I don't think so. But anyway, anything else that you want to add on this topic? You know, I I don't think so. I think we've just about covered it. It was good to get this out there. Some people have not asked for it, but they've shown interest in wanting to know some of our background. Yeah, and I think as we kind of come up to that one year... Mark, do we know what day marks our one-year anniversary? Um, I can look it up. So I think it was late. Determined? I think it was late August. Late August. So we're coming up to that. I think with anything else, it's a good time for reflection. So you can kind of reflect on, you know, the growth and how far you've come, but also just how you got here and why it is that we are where we're at. Yeah. Because I think it's important to never lose sight of that. Just like Simba can't lose sight of the fact that he is the king. The rightful king. Agreed. You're pretty (laughs) passionate about that. I'm very passionate. Well, awesome. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have ever had similar experiences, I think it's so important to share things like this. You know, let somebody else know that you've gone through something like that. It'd make us feel a lot better. I promise you that. So you can either do that on our voicemail line or send us a DM or join our Facebook community. Whatever is most comfortable for you, let's chat about it. Have you, did any of this kind of strike a nerve with you and and you thought, that's me. It me. Isn't that what the kids say nowadays? I've literally never heard that. And I spend eight hours with 12-year-olds a day. I'm hip. So... (laughs) I'm going to go to school tomorrow and ask them, it me. Is that a thing? I think so. Okay. Well, hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We will be back with you on Monday with a brand new interview. And hope you guys can join us for that. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.